Give her a good dickin'. He was the first ever recipient of a cock and ball transplant. Like you're in the coffin and they can't close the coffin door because your dick's still standing at attention? Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. People were saying last week they couldn't hear my NPR voice and other times that I whispered. And I think that's bullshit because I listened. Well, I sort of listened because I edit it, but now I kind of cheat on the editing. And so I'll listen a little bit and make sure it all sounds right. And, you know, I'll check to make sure that like the voicemails are loud enough and stuff. And then I master it. And then when I master it, it's a little inside baseball for the podcasting world, for the, for the sound engineers in the audience that should be doing this for me. I go, then I go through and I master it. And then I remaster it at a higher decibel level. Cause when you post it to the internet, to iTunes, for whatever reason, it gets quieter. So I made it loud as fuck. And I always do every week, but I, I do sometimes I get low. Sometimes I, when I have something really important to say, I make my voice low. And that's how you know that what I'm saying is more important than the other shit I'm saying when I'm yelling the rest of the time. And people were saying they couldn't hear that last week. So if you said that to me, hey, fuck off. I don't care. Um, it happens. Shit happens, you know? This is, uh, I'm doing the best I can here. Episode 217, the subject of much debate. I just, if you watched my Insta story, which will be, this comes out a day after, while I'm, say, while, while I'm saying the actual words, I just did an Insta story promoting the show, but the show has not been made. It's real time. I do that before the show starts, so I couldn't remember. I wasn't certain that it's episode 217, but I've done, I've done a little homework here, and it is, in fact, the 217th time, not counting the ones we didn't number and like the two-part ones and whatnot, so... We could be up to like 240-something. Who knows? It's a fucking lot. All all entertaining, all great, all amazing. All, pretty much, the majority, co-hosted by my dear, dear, dear friend, Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. That's good. Um, I thought we should address Hold on. Could why? you not, Could you not hear the whispering? When you listen to it, because you don't hear it when I'm, you know, you can hear me when we're talking. Well, I can always hear you when you're talking, when we're talking. Then you listen, Um, right? You listen to see how it went. I will, but I think I might have been distracted by, like, I didn't notice that I couldn't hear you, but like, maybe I wasn't paying attention because a lot of people said they couldn't hear it. Well, just don't, you don't need to go with a lot of people, a couple people. Like you don't need you don't need to like right. That's a very Trumpian move. Just just yeah. Lots of people are saying something and just run with. No, <laughs> I did notice some people were complaining, but like I didn't know what they were talking about. I, I you know you get quiet at points of every show, That's so right. I didn't I didn't notice. I get so low, I, I get I low to let you know I mean it. Yeah, to let you know some serious shit's going on. Yeah, That's sure. Low. Okay, um, what do we need to what do we need to clear up? Have we offended someone? People is, aren't funny. Are we why, tri- did, why this? Are I was watching the video of these Syracuse frat, like, and it's a nerd frat. Oh, like, yeah, 
but like, and they're like, oh, we were just being funny. Or that Jay Feely pick with it, like his, uh, you know, telling the uh, father of the uh, prom date, you know, he's got the gun and like. So dumb. Like, be funny. Don't, I mean, fuck with the bad jokes and, and like racism disguised as jokes. And it's like, no, no. If you're not funny, like it's probably best to not try to be funny because that's where you get into trouble. Um, yeah, it's just like anything that was funny in like the forties, it's just not funny now. Like it's, we've evolved. You just can't keep doing the same shit. It's shit is funny because you never heard anybody say it before. Right. That's what's, that's what's fucking funny. You know, when Chris Rock had bring the pain, like when bring the pain came out, everybody's like, Holy fuck! Like nobody had had done this routine. Like right. when Carlin does the you know the seven thirty words, it's like completely original. It's just shit that like came out of nowhere. Like the 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 dad of the daughter who's about to get fucked. Like uh, we get it, we get it. We are we're all right. Yeah, um, I get it. But that the Syracuse frat, like, and they're saying oh, what that's they do a joke. Was, was there like that's a blackface thing or like a slave no, auction or something? They did like some maybe it was to be sworn into the fraternity, but it was like the engineering fraternity, like fucking nerds. And they were like pledging to hate, uh, Jews and, you know, and bomb. Like, yeah, at the cues, like buddy, the only reason why people know who you are are because of Derek Coleman and Carmelo Anthony. That's right. Like, Stop it. And Bob Costas. I got the big journalism school there. Bob Costas. Tarico. I think Tarico might have gone there. Uh, well, I was I was trying to point out that, like, you know, black people are actually the only reason why people oh, have that's right. cared about cared about the cues. But yeah. anyway, it's just like it's just if they're if they were really doing it to be funny, I mean clearly they were racist because you just wouldn't say shit like that. Fuck. But no. but at the same time, like they they said it was to be funny. Like no, not you're funny. the engineering fraternity. You're not even allowed to attempt humor. Like you're not funny. <laughs> yeah, you, you I, would yeah. never join it. If you were like a genuinely funny person, you wouldn't need to join an engineering fraternity. Um, right. You uh, were you in a fraternity yet? I don't know if we've ever determined that. It was, it was a like, it was for a few months. Like I never even paid dues right. because like. I was like, this isn't, I, I just got to, I went to a, a high school with 500 kids and then went to like a 32,000 student college. And so yeah. like a few weeks into college, people were just joining fraternities and like people I had just met were joining fraternities. So I did, but like, you know, I, I made a couple friends out of the fraternity, but like, I just wasn't about like all the, like the frat life stuff. Oh no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Pretty, no. Pretty gay and pretty douchey. They're always butt chugging. Well, the whole thing. So I didn't have a typical, um, you know, I went to a commuter college. I kind of got a later start than most people. And so I didn't, I didn't have that kind of regular college experience there. But I don't, I, there, I always hear about this hazing and there's always a super fucking gay aspect yeah. to it. And I, I, even at, a, at an impressionable, 18 like i was a fucking leader i'm like i'm not going and getting fucking dropped off naked somewhere in the woods and have to find i'm just not doing that i wouldn't do any fucking thing that these guys do i wouldn't do one fucking thing i wouldn't do the gay shit i wouldn't fucking jerk off yeah yeah i wouldn't put shit in my ass cracker yes like none of that 
I didn't do the the gay stuff, but it's just even if like the fraternity isn't particularly sadistic or yeah, you know homoerotic, it's, still, it's yeah. still just super lame. Like you know, like you have these these parties with sororities and you sing to each other. It's like no. a lot of music. like no, yeah. So freshman year I was in a fraternity and then I studied abroad sophomore year and then never went back to the fraternity. So, uh, uh yeah, Good um, for you. Yeah. The other thing I read maybe yesterday, I just thought it was interesting. There's a country in Africa called Swaziland, like a tiny country. Yeah, I know and about the, Swaziland. Yeah, and I guess they were uh, the king didn't like how they were kind of mixed up with Switzerland, which I think for Swaziland, that's that's only a bonus for them to be confused with Switzerland. It's true, but I mean, you got to be real stupid to confuse Switzerland with Swaziland. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's fucking not but even anyway. the same. When you're a king, you can just declare shit. And he's like, from now on, we're Eswatini. Just, oh, yeah. just like that. New, well, new, new country name. Where the fuck's Westwatini? No, not East. Eswatini. Like, like, e. like eBay. Like Eswatini. Right. It sounds like a Ron Popeil product now. Eswatini. <laughs> Eswatini. I'm into it. Buy, buy my Eswatini. I mean, that. I don't know what that, that happens every once in a while where it's like, you know, you got Formosa and all of a sudden it's Taiwan. I mean, that's kind of, oh, I mean, that oh, Cambodia, Camp, Campuchia, right? Oh, I mean, see, I didn't even know that. There's, I think like, they pulled that, but, and I was also talking to, I have a, uh, an Indian friend and I was like, so he, I think he said the word Bombay. And oh, I was right. like, I thought, you know, I thought it was Mumbai. And he's like, nah, fuck. I mean, you know, like everybody grew up knowing, Bombay. Bombay. And yeah, it was the British name, so I, I get they they wanna, you know, not honor the, the wishes of the, their British uh you know imperialists, yeah. but at the same time, like it's Bombay. You know, the British don't fuck with any of the new pronunciations or the new naming of things. They still like the British still call it Bombay and Peking. And the British, you'll notice they never ever use the French pronunciation of a French word. So the, the valet is the valet, the buffet oh, is the buffet. It's, they only use the English yeah. pronunciation. They're super arrogant. Yeah. As, as like, as they're like, Hey, these, we fucking owned these places. We named it Bombay. It's still fucking called Bombay. Fuck you. And we're not pronouncing anything fucking French. I always well, think about, that's kind of interesting. How about, uh, Delaware? I don't know why they'd pronounce differently. Like, there's Newark Airport. Yeah. But you go to Delaware, that same name is a city there. Newark. Newark? Yeah, that's what they pronounce it. Newark. Delaware. Like, they're they're like another country, that place. Right. Well, they have all this. They got all the banks there. It's like a They got banks at George Thorogood. That's it. it. Yeah, it's like the one state you forget, you know? They got the Blue Hens, Rich Gannon. Yeah. Uh, uh, and but it's like if you had to name all the states and you don't know the like rhyme song to name them all, you'd forget Delaware. It's the one you forget. It's not the smallest, but it's almost the smallest. And like, there's nothing the going least, on there. Yeah, it's the least important. Hundred percent, other than the banking. Right. Um, I had I drank a couple beers yesterday with one of our listeners, the one um guitar player Chris whose gigs yeah. you're always avoiding when you go he lives in Baltimore he, whose gigs you're always avoiding when you go home to um, go back to Maryland for things um, he was in town I, I break I broke my never having a beer or alcohol during the week rule 
to have a couple of beers with one of our listeners. Mighty so, kind of you. Yeah, he's a very cool dude. Had a couple of beers. But at, at some point during our conversation, he's like, yeah, so I'm a little behind on the podcast. And my hand went up and I went, check, check. I called, <laughs> I called the bartender over. Oh, oh, you're not even fucking caught up on my show. Like we're yeah. here. We're here. And we know here. we had time on the flight. Right. Yes. Yeah. You had a long ass flight. We're, we're here sharing a, a beverage and you're fucking, you're like, yeah, I just, I was trying to catch up. I was on this one from March, March. That's a fucking last month. We've done <laughs> multiple episodes since then. Like get caught up. And I was having another conversation. So those of you who follow my Insta stories. Could have a shower right before bed Or maybe take an Uber and get some loaded On my Insta story Don't be boring on my Instagram Very own right to build there um, Those of you that follow my Insta stories know that I posted I had a it's disappeared because it was like a day ago But I posted a thing about about that um, brave veteran who was badly injured and I didn't really read it. And I didn't know that before I posted it, he was badly injured in war, which oh yeah, no American should be injured in war because we shouldn't be spreading imperialism throughout the world, but that's a whole right, different thing. Um, he got, a, he got his, he was the first ever recipient of a cock and ball transplant. He got and they tremendous. Sh- they did like one of those Taiwanese, except like kind of better um, um, uh, animations like of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they make it look real simple. They're like they so they cut like around the balls, and then they go like way up on like to the belly button, and they take like that whole flap. So the so they're not really like cutting the dick and balls off. They're cutting like a big, the happy trail, like yeah, the whole thing. They're cutting a big flap with the dick and the balls in the middle. And then it just shows it's like fucking it's like hooking up a radiator. They just go and they're like, here, we just hook these two. Tubes. New rig. Yeah, a couple arteries here, a couple foot and you got a new ass dick. And well, yeah. I feel like there's so many stories focused on the guy who got it. What I kind of would like to know who's given. Well, he's some dead guy. But was it a dead guy from Greenwich, Connecticut, right. or was it a dead guy from East St. Louis? Well, that is a thing. That is definitely you see. See, you want always when you get any kind of organ, you want it to be from a young, youngish person, yeah. person that's got a lot of life left. Also, and this is this is what I was I was discussing this. Somebody, so I made an Insta story about it, and then somebody was asking me in my Insta story if the guy. Gets the new, it's pretty funny. If the guy gets the new, um, the new rig on there, does he need to temper his enthusiasm during orgasm or risk orgasm or uh, organ rejection? Which I thought was interesting, but I thought the other way around, like kind of like the lawnmower man or one of those movies where you get like somebody else's hand and then it's oh. like it, it's a serial killer's hand and it starts doing serial killer shit. It's got a mind of its own. What if you get, what if you got somebody else's dong 
and you're like, and everything starts working. Like they get all the nerves hooked up and like, you can get hard and shit and you, you can fuck and you're piping the old lady. And all of a sudden you're like ready to go. And you used to be just like a normal, just a regular, just do a couple <clears throat> grunts. But all of a sudden you go to let go and out of nowhere, you're a loud comer. <laughs> like you, you're like, what, what's happening? I don't, I don't, oh my God. Ah! And you like really let it go. Like you really fucking blast off. And from then on out, you can't control it because you now have the junk of a loud comer. So you, by virtue of that, you become a loud comer. <laughs> the old loud coming syndrome. Yeah, that would be, that would be <laughs> interesting. Or what if, what if the, the guy you got it from, was like one of those weird fetish, you know, like the 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 woman who like married the Eiffel Tower. Like, what if yeah, yes. she could only get hard if yeah. it's like like a garbage truck or something like that? And like now you can't you can't be with the people you want to be with. Huge bummer. Or yeah, or like you can only like you're not attracted to your wife anymore or your or your lady. You're like, I'm sorry, honey. I don't know what it is, but I can only fuck the tailback the tailpipe of a '68. <laughs> Mustang fastback. It's just I don't know what it is. It's the candy apple red. I just got. That's the only one. It's just you're just not doing it for me anymore. <laughs> it's it's the only one for me. Yeah, you're like you're like only attract. It's no. not you. It's not humans. It's not- <laughs> right, right. Also, do they make sure? You know how they say like eighty percent of people have HPV, and they just like, and especially yeah. dudes, they don't know it. I'm sure right. I don't. I'm positive i don't and i think the only way they can tell you if you have hpv is they jam one of those one of those long metal i've only known this from buddies of mine that have like ended up with a little situation that they've had to have checked out at the doctor swab yeah they got a they got a swab way down inside there with one of those long metal q-tips to like take a culture the most painful feeling i've heard the same i've heard the same but what if you get what if you get somebody else's dong transplanted on you and it's got the hpv and all of a sudden you're a fucking carrier like i bet you'd be kind of bummed out like hey i didn't want like like yeah thanks for the dick but you gave me a dick with the fucking sexually transmitted disease or when you die does that like die with you i need all these questions answered wait does it die with you like you're like the the donor like you're in cock. the coffin and they can't close the coffin door because you your dick's still standing at attention. No, the donor cock. Like when he dies, his HPV like leaves with his soul oh. and goes up to heaven. He takes his HPV to heaven and he can't like he can't fuck Marilyn Monroe in heaven because she's like, right. oh no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't get down with any dirty dicks up here. And then it's just a clean that goes on to the next guy. But it is, it is. I would. Like you would want to curate, you know, it's like you get a heart or a kidney or something or liver, like that's on the inside of you, but like they're transplanting faces now and cocks. Like, yeah, you'd want to be able to check it out. Like I'd want something like big, but not too big. Like I want something meaty and, and presentable, but not like scary large, at the same time, if you have absolutely no equipment down there, you take whatever I you think get. that I think that would fall in the uh, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. You know, you take any you port get. in the storm kind of yeah. thing. And I'm clipped, so I'd want to I'd want an unclipped one just to try it out. You know, like I feel like 
uh, that was unnecessary that they did that to me as a child. And so yeah, like, see what it's like with the fire hose. Yeah. Like, up. give me the, yeah. give me the wizard sleeve, you know, like, sure. Yeah. It's, and it's also crazy that we're transplanting dicks and like Gail Sayers career ended because he had, he like tore a ligament in his knee. Right. You know, it only and, lasted like four and a half years. Right. And it's like, Oh, that's just, they just fix that. They don't, they don't even, there's barely even a scar now. And you're like running in a few months and, and you know, like uh, appendicitis was a death sentence. Not that long ago, like little shit, like yeah. not even like, not even 60 years ago. There's like a lot of shit that could kill you. Your fucking gallbladder. I'm just making shit up, but you know what I mean? And now they can transplant fucking dicks. Like surgery was barely a thing a hundred years ago. There's sure, a go watch gonna, the Nick. Yeah, the Nick. You like you could easily You're probably gonna die. Well, like when they talk about, they're like, oh yeah, back then people only lived to be thirty. I read something like that today. They're like, oh, back then and. In England, people only lived to be 30. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's because of the plague and infant mortality. Like, if you just lived a normal life, you would live to, like, 70. They lived the ben same Franklin as – lived to 75. Yeah, they lived the same as we do now. It's just way more people died real young from fucking right. shit that would kill you. And now and war. Yeah, and war. And none of that shit happens now. So where the fuck are we going to be in 100 years? I'll tell you where I'm going to be. Well, you're going to be dead, but maybe not. No, I'm gonna figure, figure I'm gonna be alive, and I'm gonna be with a, a dick of my choosing. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I want to have. But it's like that. It's like that Dr. Seuss thing. The sneeches on the beaches. The star-bellied sneeches versus the no star people. The no star sneeches. Do you know that story? I missed that one. Some of the some of the sneeches have stars on them, and they're better. They're like, hey, we're better. Then some fucking guy comes to town with the machine, and he's like, I could put fucking stars on you guys without the stars. You know, it's about class. Right. I see where you're going. Yeah, and then they put stars. Then everybody has stars. Then people start getting the stars off. And it's like, you know, back like the statue of David, a little ass cock. Yeah, they didn't value value the dong the same way back then. More in fashion back then to have a little ass cock. You had a big ass cock. You were looking gross. Like, ooh. Yeah, I was reading. Big ass dick. But I was reading a, a science article this week, and um, not creatures, whatever you know, life forms with bigger uh, penises—they die sooner. They die sooner. Yeah, yeah, like they go extinct. Like different animals that had bigger rigs, they die out sooner. You, so, uh, you ever see? You ever see a gorilla? Gorillas are the baddest motherfucker in the jungle. Like nobody yeah. will fuck with a gorilla. He's got a fucking harem. He fucks up other gorillas. He's a bad motherfucker. He eats fucking lettuce and yeah. and grass and bananas. He doesn't give a fuck. And you know what? A tiny little cock. Mm. Fucking littlest. You can barely see that cock on a gorilla. Chimpanzee, big ass dick. Right. What's but you that? know what? The, the one thing about gorillas, we know they're loud comers. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. They could. Yeah. 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 They, got, they got those big fangs. They, they yeah. let out that yell. Like, they're fucking badass. Sure. I want to get a tattoo of a gorilla. Uh, okay. So I just wanted to talk about the dick and ball thing. Like, I could go on. You guys should really sure. watch. The, you guys should really watch the animation. Like, some people complained. It was all over Twitter. And it's a fucking I didn't ama- see the, the animation. I read a yeah. lot, but I didn't see that. I got to check that out. There's, I don't know if I retweeted it. It might be on my Twitter. It was, it was Johns Hopkins. So, you know, that's the real shit. Like, they're doing some shit at Johns. Sure. Like, 
you go if you got to go to the Mayo Clinic for something, you're fucked. And if you're going to Johns Hopkins, like you're getting you they, you need that shit. You need whatever they're doing there there because they don't do it anywhere else. And so is the Johns Hopkins Mayo Clinic's like on the we, way out stuff. Right? Yeah, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Yeah. Just, like, got to. It's experimental shit experimental at the end. Shit. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, there's no there's no email or anything that I I didn't I just didn't I didn't fuck with any email this week or probably because we were too great. Yeah, no, we're just, oh, it is. Yeah, go to my Twitter. It's there, Hopkins Med News. You gotta check it out. Um, should we just like get let's into it? Jump into to, it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go. All right. I'm gonna play out a scene at whatever stadium the Brewers call home. Oh, I know Miller Park. It's called. Oh, Miller. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Miller. Uh, so, Ben Jordan, a reporter at Milwaukee's WTMJ. Was at the Brewers Cubs game. Do, they, wait, do, they they named the television station after that thing that happens to your jaw that that chick from high school says she can't give you a blowjob because she's got it. TMJ. No. Okay. Go on. What? TMJ. Yeah. That's yeah, t- a. It's like a jaw. It's like a. Jaw. <laughs> Never heard it's that one. A, I went a long way for that joke. Continue. Okay. All right. I mean. Yeah. It'll sink in eventually. Yes. Um, well, he was at the game with his fiance, Madeline Anderson, a reporter at WITI. Yeah. Is, is that? So, yeah. Urinary. Tra- letters. Interior tract infection. School? Yeah. Okay. All right. Go All right. on. Uh, well, the couple noticed, noticed Anderson's colleague, AJ Bayatpour at the game and invited him to sit with them in their ex- extra seats around the sixth inning. Anderson showed Bayatpour a fo- photo of her bulldog, on her phone and said it represented how she felt. Bayatpour said he thought Anderson looked disinterested in the picture. Anderson perceived the comment that she appeared disinterested as somehow pertaining to her on-air appearance as a TV reporter. Oh, no. So then her fiancé, Jordan, asked Bayatpour to step away, but he said he was still watching the game. When the game was over, Jordan asked Bayatpour to apologize to Anderson, which oh, he did, God, but no. again say, said she seemed disinterested. That led Jordan and Bayatpour to confront each other while trading insults. Jordan told police Bayatpour then punched him three times in the face before people around them intervened and Bayatpour left the area. And police found Jordan about 11.20 p.m. on the loge level of Miller Park bleeding from the face. He was taken to the hospital and diagnosed with a broken nose, a chipped tooth, and orbital bone fractures. A.J. Bayatpour mashed him and was arrested and has pled not guilty. Uh, Now, Brian... What kind of monster shows pictures of her, her dog during a baseball game? <laughs> but I don't understand. Like he was, his feelings were hurt because the dog looked like it wasn't happy. I like. <laughs> now the girl, like- he said, so she's like, take a look at my dog. And he's like, and she's like, this represents my feelings. And he said, I don't know. It kind of looks disinterested. Yeah. And she took that to mean like hurt. he was insulting her on air. And then, then the dude had to like defend her honor, and so the guy's like, "All right, fine, I'm just gonna mash your boyfriend's fa- face in." <laughs> the end. Well, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like everything worked out exactly how it yeah. should have. I'm I'm team Bayadpour in this. Yeah, one. I'm with I'm with him. He's too. trying to watch a fucking game, yeah. and she's like, "Hey, come look at my dog." But on the other hand, well, I'm kind of with you there. I'm pretty much with you. She seems pretty annoying. Um, anybody that wants to show me anything on their phone, unless they're like, Hey, look at my wife's daddy. She said, I, she, she gave consent. 
My wife gave consent. By the way, I don't want to see your wife's titties on your phone unless your wife specifically gives consent in the form of a text or she signs an app or something because I'm not like a perv or anything. Uh, but I definitely don't want to see your fucking dog or the new pool you got put in or the fucking your um the artist's rendering of the of the landscaping you're getting done. Like I don't give a fuck. Oh, I don't yeah. give a fuck about anything on your phone. I don't care. Yeah, people do love showing artist rendering. Oh, this is oh, what yeah. my home is gonna look like. You know, I'm like I'm like Larry David. You want hey, how about a house tour? No thanks. I'm guessing there's a bathroom. Yeah, there's some shit upstairs, bedrooms, maybe have an office up there. I, I get it. Just show me, just give me a beer and uh, I'll be fine. Um, but on the other hand, like a baseball game is pretty long and boring and there's plenty of time to not be paying attention. And there's nothing worse than somebody who's at the game and they're, I mean, Oh, how about the guys who keep score? Keeping score. Like, come on. I don't even know how to keep like I have a, I could probably figure out how to keep I, score. I have I have a general idea, but it's it's mind blowing because there's always yeah. I, I don't think I've ever been to a game where I saw no one keeping score. There's always someone Somebody keeps score, yeah. Somebody keeps like, score. Within it's, a few rows of you, and he's like really got a lot of work to do. Yeah, it's like a whole baseball game. I love going to ball games. And speaking of Miller Park, that's on the list of ballparks I would like to go to. I have a list. Dude, I just I when are you gonna get yeah, to it's just, Wisconsin? It's just tough to get there. I, I would like to maybe work it in where I could like also do uh, like when when right. football and and basketball, yes, yes. I mean, and uh, baseball overlap. Right. Yeah. Then you do. Then you do a double. I got a buddy. I got a buddy who's single guy makes plenty of dough, and he'll just he'll get on a plane for the weekend, and he'll go to like a Sunday night game. He loves football, or he'll go to a, a game on a Sunday in like D.C. and then hop on another plane and go to the Monday night game in Philly, and then come home. Like he just loves doing shit, you know, going to a different game. That's fun. Yeah. That, but, so Miller Park, I would put on the list of yeah, looks, looks ballparks, cool. but I wouldn't be like so into the fucking game. Even if I was the biggest Brewers fan in the world, I, we all know I'm the right. biggest Dodger fan and then the big, biggest Kings fan in the world, also the biggest Lakers. And also it's like week one of the season. Yeah, but. it's like there's 162 of these fucking things. Like you can look away for a minute and not like get annoyed. Like sounds like this chick was pretty annoying in general, and so I'm I'm on Byatt Poor's side yeah, here. And, because and remember, he he did apologize, and like, but yeah, like it wasn't good you enough. Know, it wasn't good enough, and that's mm. what, like, all right, buddy. So if you didn't like this exchange, then don't invite him to your seats next time. But like. Seemed like the fiance was like really trying to step up and defend her honor after uh, the game. Yeah, and I hate that guy. Like, if a guy, if he, if a guy grabs your chick's ass or titty or something, or you know, is like a real dickhead, right? Then okay, like defend her honor, unless you know, unless he looks like he does jujitsu or he's really big or something, then just right. or like might right. have a then weapon. You're just like, hey, let's just not be near this guy. Yeah, like, like, let's just go. But like defender honor, like give him a piece of your mind or whatever. But if it's like, hey, he, I showed this guy a picture of my dog and he was an asshole about it. I'd be like, well, like, mm. I, you mm. know, I'm sorry that happened to you, but not like, everybody's a dog person. Like I don't, if somebody shows me a picture of their dog. I probably don't give a fuck. So it's just, you know, yeah. let's move on from it. it sounds like she well, was pretty annoying. And it sounds like he's not going to get a lot of on-air work for a while because he got his, mashed. Yeah, his faces. And this, you know, if you're on TV, if you're on TV and uh, 
in a mid market like that, like you think, oh, this guy's on TV, he's doing pretty well. He's not. Those guys make like yeah, Milwaukee thirty five like, grand. Like it's a yeah, hard like on-site job. site reporter. That's a grind. I I yeah. clicked on the I I looked up Biadpour to see you know what he looked like, and he yeah he just looks like a normal guy, but yeah. uh, like not particularly big. Like he's itching right. to fight type yeah. guy. Um, but you know I clicked on his Twitter account and his last tweet. It must have he must have stopped tweeting after this yeah. incident. But his last yeah. tweet was something like, "Did you know that?" Two babies in Milwaukee were born with syphilis yes. last year. <laughs> oh, like, whoa. Wow. All right. That's pretty bad. That's yeah. pretty bad. Um, yeah. And now he's, he'll probably get fired and he's in market like 40 something. And now he's going to have to right. go to market like a hundred and <laughs> not too many places to, yeah. uh, to go down from yeah, there. That sucks. Uh, yeah. Okay. What else is going on, Ed? Well, last week, Derek Jeter spoke to reporters before another one of their miserable games. It was played uh, in front of a crowd of uh, just under 7,000 people. Um, when explaining their 5-17 and 17 start, Jeter said, we've got to find a way to win more games. Then also last week, Brian Gumbel sat down with Jeter to question whether or not the Marlins were tanking. And Jeter called Gumbel mentally weak. <laughs> they are tanking, though. <laughs> he refuses to acknowledge that. Yeah. So, Brian, wouldn't the easiest way to find more wins be to not trade every good player on your team? <laughs> Right. Like, like I, I get that these days, like in baseball, because they've rearranged the rules where you get fucking, you get loaded up with draft picks if you suck. Houston tanked and won. Yeah. Like it is, uh, it, you know, trust the process. And that's the way to answer. Like somebody needs to coach this dummy Derek Jeter up. See, this guy. He's a, he, but he doesn't like being questioned. Well, he never was questioned in New York. He had his ass kissed for so long. Like the guy is, he's the captain and fucking, they get, they trade for a guy who's fucking way better than him and that plays the same position. But that guy has to play a different position because he's right. the fucking captain and he's leader and he's clutch. Fuck Derek. Never Jim. gave an inter- interesting interview. And like he, he has to answer now. Fuck and like he, him. He yeah, he's the, like he's the face. Himself. He's the face of the organization. And when you do, when you trade a fucking very best player, you know, your best player, one of the best hitters in a while, the best power hitter, you and you send him to your fucking old team, and you don't get that much in return. People, people think you didn't get enough, and you got to fucking answer for that. And you, and your whole thing is you are that your plan is to be shitty. So he just had to admit that. Go look. Right. We got a we got a plan right. we're, here. We're rebuilding. Yeah, we ask that our fans stay with us. We're still going to do that thing where you guys can bring your dogs to the game because fucking nobody <laughs> comes anyway. Like six thousand people at a game. Yeah, it's crazy. They said I I, I read like they're averaging like ten thousand a game, and that's like a few thousand below the second worst. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's awful. Uh, do you think Jose Fernandez like? Saw where this was going, and was like, "All right, I'm I'm checking out early." That's so fucked up. He died. In a, he died in a tragedy. They would have traded him though. He'd be on the Yankees too now, or or Boston. Yeah, he could have been competing, right? Like he be he be, he might be going looking at a World Series. Poor guy. Uh, okay, what else is going? And fuck Derek Jeter. And if you're a fucking Derek Jeter, like oh, oh Derek Jeter, cat Mr. Clutch. Fuck that. I was having a car. I was texting with a friend of the show the other day and where I was, um, I was watching Sunday night baseball. The Dodgers were on and, um, and Alex Rodriguez was mm-hmm. interviewing and was interviewing Yasiel Puig. And it was amazing because they like couldn't communicate. Like 
Puig looks super stoned. And also it's crazy because Puig's this massive, massive person. Like you see him on the field and he's just fucking huge. He's like just big. And next to, next to A-Rod, he was fucking dwarfed because A-Rod is so massive. And I was texting, you know, I was getting in one of these textings and I was saying to my, to Travis Rogers, I was texting with him. I said, Hey, I go, the best player I ever saw was Bonds. And I go, but a-Rod is probably the second best. And we were like talking about, and he's like, well, I'd put Ricky Henderson in there. We were like having one of these gay conversations, or sorry, right. one of these like dumb conversations. And uh, he was, uh, and I go, but where, where would you put fucking Jeter on that list? Like in the hundreds? Like he's not, like he's revered as like, just I mean, like, he was what? a 300 hitter. So he's it's a not good like he player. Was a player. He's a good player. He's a good player, but he's revered. Like he's fucking, like he was so special. And it's just cause he played in New York and they, hey, they won titles while he was there and, and thank Paul O'Neill and Scott Brocious and Roger Clemens and Andy Pettit for that shit. Uh, and Mariano Rivera. He was on some fucking really good teams, but he wasn't like the team. He was a part of a team. So let's stop sucking his dick because that has happened enough for him in his life. Okay. What else, Ed? Ooh, I'm seeing a commercial for the new season of Brockmire. Oh, I can't, so, I can't wait to see that. I love that show. I, Ed, I know you, you're always ahead of the curve on this, and I know you've probably t- tuned out, but I watched the first episode of Westworld. I, 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 let it break off after the first season. Oh, you're so smart to do that. You're so smart to do that. Cause I was, I'm like looking at this, like what the fuck is happening here? When am I going to see some tits? And that's it. Like uh, it's, it's exclusively waiting for like robot fucking. Like, is there going to be some robot fucking in this episode? Doesn't look like it. Like this chick looks like she might get naked. She's not going to, Oh, there was a dick. There was a dick on it. Oh, that's not some dude's dick. Oh, you added. Yeah, and I was like, I'm like, what? This is like, I'm out. I'm out on the show. But the, here's the thing: I'll probably watch a few more before I really like I torment myself a little bit more before I sign out on the season. But hey, along with Derek Jeter, fuck Westworld, fuck Derek Jeter, <laughs> and Brock Meyer. Now that's it. When's it? Does when's it coming out? I, you know, I I didn't see a, an actual date on it's there, but it soon. must be must be so soon. good, so good, such a fun. Show. <laughs> it's just so like he's like Hilarious. having sex and he's talking in that old timey baseball voice. It's great. The writing is so good. Amanda Peet, fucking super honey. Yeah. Like it's 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 minor league baseball. It's alcoholism. It's everything I love. Uh, okay, what else is going on? It. Well, let's take it to the world of Massachusetts high school baseball. Old Rochester defeated Notre Dame Christo Ray by a score of 82 to nothing. Now, the Old Rochester head coach, Steve Carvalho, said, I'm sick to my stomach over this. We really tried everything possible. We told the kids, don't take extra bases, no sprinting. We even had kids bunting. Does Old Rochester, that sounds like a kind of whiskey that you would order in a Quentin Tarantino movie? You like, go, go, hey, give me me an Old Rochester neat and a pack of red apples. (laughs) A pack of red apples. (laughs) Okay, continue, sorry. (laughs) Uh, We even had kids bunting and they couldn't make the routine plays. We had kids hitting balls 300 feet and jogging to first. I thought it would be a good cultural experience for our kids, Carvalho said. As soon as we got off the bus and we saw them, I was concerned. <laughs> the teams play again on May 19th. <laughs> now, Brian, yeah. who's to blame here? Old Rochester's mass hole coach or the Catholic high school team who clearly didn't pray hard enough to avoid being garbage players? Isn't there um, a mercy? There's got to be a kill rule. <laughs> I mean, 82 to nothing. Come on. 
<laughs> and to bullshit that you were trying your hardest not to. Like, yeah, I it's mean, easy to get out. Like, you just tell them, don't hit. Don't swing just, the bat. Don't swing the bat. Don't swing the bat. Just get up there. Let's get out of here. These guys are embarrassed. We did our job. Let's, don't swing the bat. Right? He's like, oh, we're hitting 300 foot bombs and just walk into first. Well, then maybe tell him not to hit the 300 yeah, foot bombs. Yeah, also, just get together with the other coach and be like, hey, what do you say? Let's maybe we call this thing. Feel feel like we've done enough here. We just shake hands on it. Like, seriously. Ridiculous. Like, what What is being accomplished there? No, nothing. And also, it must have taken for fucking ever. Baseball. Oh, like, yeah. Youth baseball, a, a score like that. I mean, it just must have been five hours. Oh, dude. When you can't get anybody out, like, it's just getting knocked around and you're getting, you just want, you're standing out there and you just want to sit down and it's hot and you're just like, just fucking, just let him hit it to somebody, you know, just like, you're not going to strike anybody out. Just hit it to a guy. And then, so then we can get out of here. And then they just keep hitting it where nobody is. It's the worst. Yeah. Bunted and then just don't run. Just stand at the plate. Um, Ed, I'm still. It still kind of shocks me that I can write some words. I can print something out and put it in an envelope, and and for forty seven cents, it will be anywhere I want it to be in this country. Day after tomorrow. It's amazing. It's fucking crazy that that exists. And you're like, how can that be possible for 47 cents? And well, guess what? It isn't. It's impossible because the U.S. Postal Service. They hemorrhage money. Is one of the fucking great just losing endeavors of the United States government. Like they are so fucking crazy upside down and it's a ridiculous amount of money. It's like they lose like $4 billion every quarter or something. It is, it's like, I'm wrong, but I'm not far off. It is crazy how much money they lose. And it would probably be best if like there was just less mail in general to send like maybe we streamline this service and there's they're subsidized so they get to they get to undercut the other companies like if you try to send something ups and you go oh hold on let me just look at the how much i could send that in the mail and get there in around about the same time it's fucking way less dollars yeah it's like could be like half as much but still, like their service isn't as good. Like they lose shit. Shit gets all <laughs> fucked up. Like they just can't, they can do it way cheaper, but they cannot do it better than these other guys. And that was never more true than in Brooklyn, where uh, a postal service employee is now facing charges after federal authorities found years of undelivered mail in his car and apartment, according to a complaint. Like Newman. Alexi Jermash. Did Newman do this? Was Newman hoarding mail as well? Or I mean, well, I know I, he was a mailman. I remember there was, was an episode food. where, like, it, the top mailman would get transferred to Hawaii. Like, the top performing. <laughs> Yeah. And Jerry took over his route one day and did a bang up job. And he goes, right. 
you delivered 100% of the mail. Like, nobody delivers more than 70% of the mail. Something like that. Like, yeah. So he's like, they knew something was up, yeah. so they didn't give me the promotion after all. I totally remember that episode. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. It just Because, like, think about it. You, As soon as I get the mail, normally, friend of the show, Fancy Sauce, she goes out there and gets the mail. So I don't really see it too often. But pretty much every day I open the mailbox and as I walk back into the house, I throw the entire contents of the mailbox into the recycle bin. And yeah, it's usually pretty easy to Yeah, there's to like do that. there's like I would say maybe once a week we get something like a bill or something because I do, you know what I do? I'm I'm this loser. I get the email of the bill. Yeah. But I yeah. also get the paper copy to remove. <laughs> You're and then supposed the pap- to click paperless. Right. The paper copy comes and I go, oh, that's right. I got that email. <laughs> and then I go back and <laughs> then I go back and find. Like, so I get the paper copy as a reminder. So maybe about like once a week I get a bill. I'll get, get a bill, bill and we get uh, a couple magazines. Like I don't, magazines, I don't right? like going f- um, I don't like being on my phone on the, the toilet. So I. Oh, interesting. I go magazine. It's like, a germ thing. You don't want. I don't your, know. I just. Yeah, like, I guess. You don't like just, bringing your phone in there. For me, I like I like having a magazine on the can. Wow. Interesting. Um, I mean, you're pretty highbrow. It's. We get the New Yorker. Get the New Yorker delivered. No. Uh, like hold on. Hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. No, don't, it's not impressive. Don't tell me. Well, I know your lovely wife, Michelle Daly. I could, I know she likes to keep abreast of what's happening in pop culture. So she's getting the Us Weekly. No, she used to get Us Weekly until I told her, like, this is really bad for society. And it's kind of expensive. It's if something comes every week, you gotta, it's not one of the ones they just give you for free. You gotta pay for that. Now she gets people. Oh, people! That's that's also weekly, which is which, which is expensive, and we also get Entertainment Weekly. E well, that's got to be thin these days. That's one of those ones. It's like a pamphlet. Yeah, it just tells you you get like whatever movie, TV, but uh, yeah, I, I read. You know, I can read an an issue in in one time. Um, sit down. Like, there's not much to read. I remember I used to get Rolling Stone, and I did that thing where I like paid. They're like, give us. $28 and you'll just get Rolling Stone for the rest of your life and you just never have to worry about it again. And I'm like, all right. And I did it. And then like three months later, it just stopped coming and they couldn't, I could never figure out why I wasn't getting it. And I had paid the full thing. And I, I think I even attempted a call at one point and it was just like, it just never, just like a lot of things in my life, it just went by the wayside. Then I went over to somebody's house one time and they were getting Rolling Stone and I picked it up and it was, it was like a your fucking- address on it. No, it was like a leaflet. It was like, like when I got it, it was like a proper magazine. They went from the large format down to the regular format, but it was still thick with ads and fucking long journalism. And I was at somebody's house and I'm like, oh, is this like an insert that fell out of the Rolling Stone? And they're like, no, that is the Rolling Stone. It was like eight pages. I also get Sports Illustrated because I signed up for something like 12 years ago and it just automatically renews. Yeah. You want to get that helmet phone. You want to get the Baltimore Colts <laughs> helmet phone. Yeah, the draft phone. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing that show. You're doing the show from on the phone. Uh, okay, so this guy. So, well, yeah. so yeah, the mailman. Go back to the mailman. Alexi Germash 
Hmm. Interesting spelling of Alexi. It's I think he's tried to anglicize it. A L E K S E Y. An employee, a 16-year employee of the Postal Service, hard to get fired from that place, <clears throat> was charged with delaying or detaining mail. His arrest comes. Oh, he was recently reassigned. This is what happens. This is why it's like it's like um Bernie. Who's the guy that stole everybody's money in that Ponzi scheme? Oh, uh, Madoff. Bernie Madoff. You could never take a, you can never take a vacation or anything because you always have to be cooking the books. If somebody else sees what's going on, they're going to fucking right. realize immediately, hey, there's no fucking money here. So this guy, this guy's like doing his route, and then all of a sudden he gets transferred to a new route, and shit, people realize shit was up. German, he was brought in for questioning after USPS received a tip that there was a Nissan Pathfinder in the Diker Heights area filled with more than 20 blue mail bags. Whoa. Whoa. Somebody called on his <laughs> that's a ass. a lot of mail. And it's, well, that, that's a little bit much. Like, is. if he had some loose letters on the back seat, you wouldn't get the call. Well, I know it's like, see something, say something, but it's like, is this... Like, in, if you saw that, there's no way you would ever call. You'd be like, oh, I don't know. This guy probably works there. He probably gets to bring that shit home. Or, like, he's, it's part of his job. Who gives a fuck? 20 sacks is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Mail. It's a lot in a Pathfinder, too. It's like a clown car of mail. <clears throat> Jermash allegedly admitted that the car was his and that he had been taking mail from work and keeping it in his apartment and work locker as well. Why wasn't he throwing it into the recycling bin like everybody else? He allegedly, well, see, this is, this is where the story doesn't hold up. This is where you're not getting the whole story. He allegedly told investigators he was overwhelmed by the amount of mail he had to deliver, but made sure to deliver the important mail. Law enforcement agents found approximately 17,000 pieces of undelivered mail in Jermash's possession, with at least one being postmarked in 2005. Oh. So, Ed, I need, I, it's a fine line. Like, is this guy the scoff law that the federal government is making him out to be? Or is he, by handling all those Bed Bath & Beyond coupons, <laughs> is he a hero? I I kind of think he's doing the work we need. And also, if you like don't get a bill, like I that genuinely happened to me one time or I threw it out and just complained to the company cuz like I, I, it was like a credit card bill and I just didn't pay. I was like yeah. I never even got that bill. And they're like, "All right, we'll credit you and issue another bill." Yeah, like that, that happened to me once. Most of what he threw out, I mean, one by most like 99.9% of what he threw out was useless. Probably, or, or didn't yeah. throw out, just held yeah. on to. My mom's like mailman, maybe when I was in college, had a pretty cool move. I, I had to respect it. He used to just like pick a house on the street and just dump everybody's mail in that yeah. one mailbox. And then it was like, you guys could sort it out. <laughs> That's And he like, would pick a different house. Yeah. And dude, just leave the whole streets in one place? <laughs> yep. He would just. And like it went on for like two years. My mom was like, "Ah, oh, now I have to give out the mail because he gave us everybody's today." I was like, "What are you talking about? 
She's like, yeah, the, he does it. He gives it to like a different neighbor every day. <laughs> he just dumps, <laughs> dumps everything. Well, here's something I noticed, and I don't know if this is just my local area, but it's a um, the your friendly local mailman a is. Filipino? Yeah, typically an immigrant these days. Like that is not a, the job of um that guy, you know, the same guy that's been coming to the house for 30 years. No. It is it's typically somebody um that has come here from somewhere else. I noticed and I also noticed they build like they build a new subdivision and like you live in a building. So the yeah. So the mailman, he comes up, he delivers to one fucking place in the building. All the all the mailboxes are together. And same here, like you go to, you know, you buy a new house or whatever. There's a fucking mailbox on the end of the block, kind of like your mom's neighborhood. And it's just, that's your mailbox. Wait. You got to walk down there every day if you want to get some mail. Your mailbox, like because you live in a house. I do. I live in a house, but I, so the mailbox is right outside my house, but I live in like, it's like a little cul-de-sac. There's like several, okay. there's like little cul-de-sacs on a big cul-de-sac. And so there's like a bank of six mailboxes. It just happens to be right next to my garage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-uh. And so it's like, seems like they've, they could be like, they're pretty lazy in general. These mailmen. I know we have some in the audience who are not lazy. I know that the mailman that listen to this show, they could probably I like speak my, to this. I like my mailman, but yeah, he, he just has a full bag, and then he comes into my building that has 100 units, yeah, and he, and he goes, has an empty bag. But that's the sound of him loading up, loading up the mailboxes. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. There's... I feel like there was ulterior motives because if he's delivering the important mail, he's going to everyone's house every day. Why not just leave the shit that you have for them? Like you don't, someone else sorts the mail for you. The sorter sorts it back at the post office. Then he gives it to you all bundled for each house. So you go drop it off as you go. You don't have to figure out what goes where that's not up to you. You know, all this talk about the the mail carriers, but the real bulk of their stuff now is what like Amazon, right? Don't they're yeah, they gotta deliver they're delivering boxes. like which I would think as a mailman, it's a pretty shitty turn of events because like you used to have letters. Now you got all kinds of boxes. It's I wonder about that. Cause like I'll order something from Amazon and then or somewhere else, and then I'll get it, and it'll be wrong or whatever, and I'll have to send it back, and I'll be like, "Does the fucking mailman take shit this size?" Because they're say- they're saying send it like there's a label in here that says yeah. put it in the mail. That's what I'm saying. Like they- their jobs got way harder. Yeah, it's like all boxes feel and shit. Bad. <laughs> like yeah, in the month of December, like I mean, people just order everyday items from Amazon, but. We- when it's everyday items and then like Christmas gift giving season, my, the lobby of my building is just a like Stacked. a brown cardboard Stacked. mountain. Stacked. And that's all the mail. That's all on the mailman. It's a much yeah. harder job. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, they got to cart shit around. And some mailmen, they get to just drive up. They just drive up and they put shit in the box and then they drive to the oh, next Oh, the house. mailbox like right on the street. Yeah, they got the, they got like the right hand drive. 
vehicle. And then, but then some guys, they got a fucking I push gotta say, cart. I, I love a good male, the right hand drive Jeep oh, yeah, thing they got sweet. going. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. They got fired up every time. Ed, do you know about um, Cocaine Babe? Uh, I've read about her. Yeah, I remember when these chicks got busted. This yeah. was a this was a couple chicks from Canada, and they were like Instagram broads. And let me just tell you something Australian. about like no, they're from they're Canadian, but they're going to Australia. Oh, okay. The, um, let me just tell you about any hot chick on Instagram. Like mm-hmm. they're they're making that's there that's that is advertisement for them. They're advertising something else that they do for a living. That's all I'm saying. And these chicks are no different. This um, Melina Roberge was one and her friend. um, I don't know. We'll come across her friends as a friend, as I read more of the story, but you, you may remember these were two chicks that they went on around the world cruise this was like months long cruise. I don't know where it left from. It's probably in the story that I'm about to read, but it ended up in Australia. The final destination was Australia. And these chicks were posting, you know, pictures of themselves and fucking Mykonos and the Maldives and Philippines. And they're fucking all in these, you know, they're hot. They're in like, um, they're in like bikinis everywhere and they're just, you know, they're like Insta famous. They're cruising around. There's just, and there's a lot of these chicks on Instagram that's, they're, they're always on vacation. Like whose boat is that? Cause they don't well, show that's them. That's the thing when you're hot, you got people bankrolling you. Yeah. They, what they don't, you know, they show Life them all, is a vacation. They show them all happy. They don't show them. They don't take a picture of themselves when they're crying with snot running out of their nose on the marble floor of some Saudi princes. Hotel suite. Yeah. You know, because they just, because they just had, because they make their money fucking Arabs. I watched, uh, yeah, I watched the, uh, 60 minutes piece on like these, these women that become like part of the harem. Like they, they they have like month long tours of duty. And one of the women who's like the, the old vet that is now trying to like put an end to this, she was in, she wrote a book. She was the showgirl in the pig in a poke scene from European Vacation. Oh, so right. This is a different chick. This was like, you know, the Bob Barker girl yeah. of that fake game show. And yeah, she, she like, Sultan of Brunei was just running a train on her. Yeah, there's a different chick that wrote a book. There was, I think there was a This American Life. Speak it. That's two weeks in a row. We were talking about that. Yeah. Super honey, Ira Glass. Ira Glass. Um, oh, is that the one married to the guy in Weezer? Yeah. Who? I, think, she, oh, I the think the one who wrote the book, I think, is now married to, like, not Rivers Cuomo, but one else of the in Weezer guys. Shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, she wrote she wrote a book, and she was, um, she, yeah, it was like, she got offered a deal. They're like, hey, you just be a hostess, whatever. It's all expenses paid. And they, like talk it up and then you get there and then there's like a bunch of sad broads there and you're just you're like in this guy's harem and then then she became like the prince's favorite 
you know, and it was like a real like high status. Like you get the sort of Stockholm syndrome where you're like, Oh, like, like why won't he pick me to give him a blowjob? Like I want to be the one. And then he, she tells a story where he like, he sends her over on a helicopter to his brother's palace and the, cause he, now she gets to give the brother a blowjob and it's like, was, you know, she thought she was his favorite, but now he's just like passing her around and it was like real demeaning and it's a real, real sad thing. So the thing is like most of your Instagram broads that you're looking at yep. like sticking their butts out, like they're doing some form of that. These chicks had a little different scheme, mm-hmm. glamorous cruise ship, cocaine importer, Melanie Robert has been sentenced to eight years in prison by a female judge in Australia who delivered a blistering attack on vacuous and <laughs> negative Instagram. Robert, 24, wept silently as re- she received both a longer maximum and minimum sentence than her co-defendant, 30-year-old former porn star Isabel Lagasse, who had received a discount for an early guilty plea. Yeah, because I saw one of them got like four and a half years. Yeah. I happened to be acquainted with someone who made this same mistake um, in Australia. And he was, he had to spend a lot longer time behind bars and it was for way less drugs than this chick. Um, Related to Emerald? <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. if she is. Uh, Roberge will serve a minimum of four years and nine months in prison with her earliest release date being May 2021, three months after Legacy's non-parole period expires. Hopefully her uncle Emerald will send her some a cake with a file in it. The, It'll be like, bam! <laughs> the 24-year-old... The youngest of three Canadians who imported 209 pounds of cocaine on a luxury cruise made world headlines amid her and Lagasse's Instagram posts of their exotic port stops en route to Sydney. On Wednesday, New South Wales District Court Judge Kate Trail attacked one of Robert's motivations for taking the drug cruise. It Oh, I can't do the accent, dude. It is a very sad indictment on her relative age group in society to seem to get self-worth relative to posts on Instagram. No, she was getting self-worth for having a free trip around the world for delivering 209 pounds of cocaine. It's sad that they seek to attain such a vacuous existence where how many likes they receive are their currency. Hey, judge, welcome to everybody. She was seduced by lifestyle and the opportunity to post glamorous Instagram photos from around the world and money. This highlights the negative influence of social media on young women. Wow, this judge has really got a crusade going. She got the wrong judge. Um, so Ed, what is like, how did they expect to get away with this? Like, I know people bring a lot of luggage places, but like on a plane. It's your bag can only be like fifty pounds or something. Right, what, what was it? Two hundred something pounds. Two hundred and nine pounds between two chicks. I guess all the places they were going, and this is how the guy I know got how they got on to him. He left 
the northern hemisphere in the summertime. And he went to Australia, this guy that I'm acquainted with. He mm-hmm. went to Australia. When he got to Australia, it's the fucking wintertime. He gets off the plane and they're like Australian customs, like, where's your jacket, mate? And he's like, oh, what? Oh, no, I'm just here on vacation. Yeah, it's the middle of fucking winter. It's cold. You just got, you just brought flip flops and a pair of shorts. We need to have a longer conversation here. And that's how he got busted. And these chicks, that's probably the same thing. They probably had 209 pounds of luggage, but they're on a cruise ship the whole time. They're only wearing a bikini. Like what? They, right. They it doesn't take like us so much space. Snow boots. Um, Ed, nine, possible nine years. Oh, Roberge stood to earn a possible $100,000 from the $21 million cocaine plot. Um, and she was being sentenced for trafficking 29 kilograms, 64 pounds, 23 kilograms of it pure. Um, Ed, what's is does the punishment fit the crime here? Well, it does in that she's really stupid. I, I have yeah. no problem with Real with the, with drug dealers. Like yeah. to me, like whatever. Even yeah. I, I you, don't, just, you, you know. knew that you knew the consequences of what you're. It's not like a surprise that this happened. You knew this was one of the eventualities. Like I could get a hundred yeah. grand. Or and she posted it on Instagram. If she had just done it on an Insta story, nobody would have seen it. So oh, that's true. That's a good point. That would have been better. They, nobody, nobody, nobody cares about Insta I mean, stories, people right? Look at mine. People look at um, the fuck out of mine. But yeah, the only the only drug dealers that I that I have a problem with are like the doctors miss you know uh, giving you know over prescribing people and you know sh- because they're paid by. By some opioid company that right. they're just giving yeah. everything. Like, those are the only drug dealers I have a problem with. You're Fuck, selling cocaine yeah. or even heroin, like whatever. That you know, there are problems with. There's certainly drug problems, but that is something as a society we have to right. work on. You know, but like it's the doctors that seem like, seem like they're official that I have a problem with. Those hundred percent. I'm with you there. So I, you know. I fault this girl for being fucking dumb. Real like, dumb. She's selling cocaine. You, you know what you're getting into with cocaine. See, Australia is an island. It's an island nation. Right. So they have a real, you know, we're, we live in a place where it's pretty easy to get drugs imported. They come from all over the place. They sneak them in Miami, whatnot. Australia it's pretty remote. It's down at the bottom of the world. So they have to come up with some like ingenious ways to get it in there. And uh, yeah. fortunately, this 209 pounds of yayo didn't make the streets of Sydney, Australia. Speaking of someone that is familiar with the continent nation of Australia oh. here. Oh. Here, um, yeah, she's no, she's making her presence known. She's getting she's wetting her whistle. She was getting excited, so she just like knocked over a table. Yeah, before she- yeah, she's 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 very quiet. If you ask her, she rarely makes any noise. When you're like, "Hey, that's pretty noisy," she's like, "No, it wasn't wasn't noisy at all." <laughs> um, 
she it's weird that people can't hear my voice when i do my low talking but they're easily able to hear her oh, no problem hearing that stuff gone i was trying to stretch things out until she arrived and now she's left oh and now here she comes back australian guy i know about cocaine but that was big into cocaine yeah he had to have his nose like pretty much re oh yeah formed so he I was, get it was it was all gone he was getting plenty of yayo oh yeah so the yayo down there like whatever the yayo costs here and i'm not i don't really know prices of drugs because i'm not like it's not not very expensive person. Right, it's not very expensive here, but really expensive down under. Like, yeah, triple the price probably of whatever we pay. Um, joining us now is our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. She joins us now. You know, weed is still illegal in Australia, so you, they have to grow their like own shitty like dirt cesspud down there, like Mexican weed from the 80s right mm-hmm. yeah you know there's like no good weed in australia really because they don't although they have the right climate for it i'm sure people grow it and yeah it yeah and they probably like grow like it like they used to do here hydroponically yeah this is like the where like where we live this is fucking like the it's the best weed right in the Be- world. before it was legal it was mostly coming down from bc yeah. Yeah, in Northern California. Yeah, but mostly the, from BC, like the large quantities. The Golden Triangle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate, how are you? What's going on? Hey, Say Kate. hi to Ed Daly. Hi, Ed Daly. Fancy Sauce joins us now. Everybody knows Fancy Sauce. Um, quickly, let's get, we have a life coaching question from listener David Bray. Um, mm-hmm. And he alerts me to something that I didn't know was happening. Brian. Oh, wait. What's up, Brian? Ed. Kate. Brian, if California is successful with this petition to leave the country and be its own entity, will the show stay intact? Or will the BLWH, Baller Lifestyle World Headquarters, move to Hoboken and Ed run the show? I'm hoping this won't happen and have faith this is a giant joke. Well, he, he's, he doesn't want Ed running the show – a little too enthusiastically. Well, I, mean, I, was, I, I don't want Ed running the show. I mean, it's like he really didn't want it. I mean, I didn't. That's not what I took from what he said. I was thinking <laughs> that he doesn't want us to break up because California would secede. And while California seceding would be great for California, I believe in Ed. You know much more about civics than I do. I believe for a state to secede, it that needs to be ratified by seventy five percent of the states. Am you, I correct mean, in that? I, I, that sounds about right. I mean, they yeah. they couldn't get the equal rights uh, right. ERA to pass because they could only get like sixty percent of the right. states. But but if California forms its own country, I'm going. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll be part of that country, so we'll oh, just yeah. be doing it from out there. Yeah, we'll be doing shit right in our new country. Not just, super jazzed about this country. So. Where it's, hey, you fuck you. Hey, rest of the country, you want a fucking tomato? How about an avocado? Because we fucking grow all that shit here. Right. We're the fucking breadbasket over here. We're the earner. Like we're Polly Walnuts over here. We deliver every yeah. fucking month. Just not we deliver. Not consistent rainwater. That's true. Well, we get it in the north part of the northern part of the state, but we'll figure that out. We also get it from the Colorado River. We'll have to work that out. 
also you know what we'll do we'll desalinize yeah, we'll have desalination do, plants do they, i read do, i read yeah. that like in a couple weeks no cape town is out of so water that's true. oh yeah that's true they're in a massive and, drought yeah and like they are scrambling for these like desalinization plants like like yeah. quickly cobbled together because it's like may 10th they're out of water shut it's the fuck like up that. oh that's yeah. crazy it is crazy um, unbelievable. Been listening to it on the radio. So I don't, I don't feel like we'll secede, Dave. But if we do, I'm sure the internet will still work. So this show, we, the show, we, yeah, we do the show yeah, via we, the internet. We did the show from London. That's right. We've, we've been in different countries. Yeah. I've done it from Bali. Yeah, Bali, Indonesia. That's right. Um, okay. He continues. Uh, here's the life question, life coaching question. My girlfriend gave me tons of shit last night for quote reeking of whiskey which was indeed bullet rye. And I was out with five coworkers, two of which were women. I maybe go out one time every six weeks. That's it at most, always to a local bar and close. Does she have a right to get up in my business and get so furious to run to the couch and give me shit for having a good night with friends? As both of you are married, what is okay when in a relationship and need a night to just go out and blow off some steam. All jokes aside, this is where it gets heavy. My relationship with my girlfriend is kind of on the ropes after six years with her. I don't mean to laugh at that. That's where we're, that's where the story is. Why are you laughing? Yeah. You guys, you guys don't have these nights? Not really. She was invited, by the way. Thanks all. And please movie review soon. That's from David in Salt Lake. Well, sorry about your, um, Sorry about your situation, David. We love yeah. having you as a listener. What's the question again? He wants to know, well, like, is it cool if he says, hey, I'm going out after work mm-hmm. drinking with some people from work. Do you want to come? And she's like, no. And he's like, all right, well, I'll see you when I get home. And then he gets comes home smelling a booze and she's pissed off. And he's like, I only do that once in a while. And I invited her and I did the thing okay. I said I was right. going to do. But why? What, I need to know why she's mad. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Like, what does she have a right to be mad? Assuming that's the only reason that he just did what he said he was going to do. Does she have a right to be mad about that? No. I mean, I don't think so. No. I, I mean, you there's can't, more to the story. You're saying. I think this has more to do with the. the yeah. If you're the, in a relationship, relationship, being in yeah. a relationship is not about controlling the other person. It's healthy. For the other person in the relationship, for both of you to go and do things that you want to do. And if it's going and having some drinks with some coworkers, I don't see what the problem is with that. Maybe And he's talking about once a month. It's one thing if if he was doing this five nights a week and you'd be like, well, this is something's wrong here. But if he's talking about doing it like once a month or even less frequently. There's a problem. Don't be codependent. Like have your own friendships, have your own interests, do do things that you want to do that make you happy. It doesn't, you don't always have to be with your partner 24 seven. It's not healthy. Also, Dave, you live, you've, you've let us know that you're in Salt Lake city for work. And, um, I don't know how you could possibly get drunk with those draconian liquor laws that they have. Oh, they have to go s- behind a curtain to pour it. You know that the um that um Utah is like the number one seller of pizza 
in the entire country. Mm-hmm. They sell more pizza than really? anywhere else. Yeah, because you yes. have to order food. You have to order beverage. fucking food with your beverage. So every bar has a fucking has a, a one of those warming domes with a few pizzas in it. So you go, hey. Is everyone fat too? Give it, well, they probably don't eat the fucking pizza. You're, they're we probably not it. hungry for pizza. Brian and I were skiing in Utah and we went yes. to get a drink and it was like 1130 and they wouldn't give it to us. So we had to sit there and wait. Yeah, they don't serve till 12 and you had to get some French fries if you want to drink. And also- Guys, like Utah- so dumb. There's the Come beers on. three. If it's What's on, t- if it's on draft, it's three and a half percent. Or if it's in a bottle and it's like a, ma- it's like a macro brew, it's three and a half percent. But if you get a bottle and it's a micro brew, uh, brewed in Utah, I think might be the rule. Then it's like full test. You get like a six percent beer or whatever. What the fuck? Like sort that out. You know what Utah also has a lot of magic underwear. That's true. What That's is true. That? That's- the Mormons have like magic underwear. Yeah. They wear underneath their clothes. They wear a, you have to buy them from the church. You have to wear it. Gives you called, like superpowers. They're technically, Ed's, okay. Ed's disrespected them. They're called temple garments. I'm going to lose some listeners right now. And it's like, like Mormons. The, come on. They have, it's long. It's so stupid. It's long. It's like Stop long it. shorts. And yeah, like a, really like a sexy stuff. Stop it. Temple garments are called. So, um, Dave, I think you. I think there's a bigger issue. If, if the story played out how yeah. you described it, you didn't do anything wrong. No, you didn't do anything wrong. But it's clear that you and your lady friend of six years, maybe the relationships run its course. There's obviously a lot of water under the bridge here and things that need to I'll be discussed. I'll tell you how women operate. Yeah. She is not mad about that. Nope. It is a bigger right. issue. Right. That you don't, she, she feels She's rejected. She's fixing for a tussle. Yeah. She feels rejected somehow that you've, you chose your friend. Once every six weeks, you chose, you choose the, everybody right. from the, but maybe she feels, the Delta lounge. Maybe it's not just that one time right. a month that, that she's feeling like that. Yeah. Maybe it, things she, are building up. She feels rejected all the time, maybe. Or maybe she's just super clingy and doesn't yeah. have anything going on herself. Yeah. And, you know, she doesn't like the fact that you, one night a month, choose I mean, to spend it with other people. Right. And on top of it, you're getting drunk. Maybe she's, like, jealous. Maybe she thinks there's someone that you're drinking with from work yeah. that you're interested in too. Maybe there could be lots of yeah. things going on. Maybe, we need more info. Maybe you just need to give her a good pipe and Dave, maybe yeah. she just hasn't. Okay. Maybe she just right. hasn't felt the deep touch of right. that wand just, on her. Just wants to ride the D train. Yeah. On her special. In, inside I love spot. how dudes like that. And their, I'm talking that's their downtown. solution yeah. to every problem. That's right. Give her a good dick in. Yep. Get well, maybe deep, she's nothing a deep dick and doesn't. Stuff. Maybe, yeah, that could be it too. Maybe she's not yes. interested in the, maybe she needs, dick anymore. Maybe she needs a, a deep dick in and maybe a little uh, a little sneaky right. finger. Yeah, let's put a little mud on his helmet. Yeah, stop it. A little sneaky. Stop. Get that finger a little lubed up. And <laughs> I'm leaving if you don't stop. Slide it right in there. I'm not uh-huh. approved, Dave, but like. Seriously. Dave, is there. Could it be that you are not vociferous enough when you're ejaculating? Maybe you're not a loud comer. This is a hostile problem. work environment for me. Maybe you could <laughs> ramp up the volume on your 
Yeah. On your Ejax, buddy. Think about that. If there's any um, harassment lawyers that listen, can you call me? Email me? <laughs> Kate, we were talking about a guy that got a dick transplant, and we were saying, which is, is amazing. Real, yeah, they've, they, this yeah, poor. He's like a Lego man. Yeah, this put on a new. Poor veteran was badly injured in war that Maybe, he shouldn't I have been they in. they gave him a better one than he had Well, before. that's what we're talking about. Because that would suck. What if you had like a really yes. nice penis? Yes. Like mine. And then like someone really else beautiful just one. picked like the new one for you. Right. And Beggars can't be choosers. Well, that's true. Right. Probably, there's probably not a lot to pick from. Right. But I'm sure like there's a lot of like um, people that donate their whole body. Right. But you got to get them right after they die and they got to have a healthy dick. Like what um, if they have HPV? I hope it was a black gentleman. Right. Why? Oh, yeah. But just, what if they're like. With good your- news. We got some good news and bad news. Good yeah. news is a black gentleman. Bad news, it was a a, uh, a pygmy. <laughs> that would be that would be a huge bummer. <laughs> that would be a huge bummer. I like if I had to get a um, dick transplant. This, I already have like a pretty dark one, so it would be like not. So that maybe big. it wouldn't be noticed. Yeah, it would be not that big a difference, other than maybe like. Could be like a I mean, bit larger. I'm shocked that you guys haven't wrapped up all your like dick talk. What do you mean? Like, already? What are you talking about? Like, well, we just got back me. into it. We, just, we wanted to get your thoughts on it. Um, but what's oh? If say say I need it, you know how like you're like you're really like detail oriented. Say I um I was injured and. This is a few years down the road and like cock transplants are a thing. And they're like, your husband, he needs a new cock. Would you like want to go down to the morgue and be like, and be like, okay, like let's have a look at what's on. Yeah. Let's open here. a few drawers. Yeah. I feel Bef- like it would just be easier to get a new husband. <laughs> oh, you, you would leave me if I lost my <laughs> wand. Um, Unbelievable. I mean, no, like if I was able to choose, I would obviously want to pick. Yeah, like, in the sickness and part I mean, of the sickness and in health. Yeah, not having I a dick. Wanna, you'd want to. You'd want to pick a smooth, shiny one. I'm not going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Sexual oh. harassment. So maybe, what what so attributes? Veiny? Would you you want to go veiny? Then I've yeah. just done sexual harassment training at my oh. place of work. Yes, and this and this is this qualifies. <laughs> okay. Good luck to you, Dave, in Salt Lake for work. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Find out about those draconian liquor laws too, the pizza, and then. But don't give me a long email about it. Just give me the bullet yeah. points. How many? Yeah, how many slices of pizza drunk was he? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good. Yeah, how many? How many did you have? Oh, about six slices. That's pretty good. Uh, okay, Kate, what is you come on to talk about pop culture? You get us all derailed here. Yeah, why do you keep talking about penis? We yeah. want to get to the pop culture part. It's all dicks with you. Dick, 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 dick. All day long, dick. We want to talk about pop culture. What is going on in the world of pop culture? I wish you could see. <laughs> I wish this was a televised show. <laughs> What's happening in the world of pop culture, I'm Kate? I'm surprised you haven't sent me pop culture stories about dicks to read. <laughs> well, if I see if Orlando Bloom. I mean, you do when they're out there. If Orlando Bloom. Is battling another boat? battling a, a paddleboard with his big old hog again, I will definitely send it to you. That dude could have paddled the cocaine cruise in Australia. But then, <laughs> yes, 100%. He would have definitely had an issue in customs. Let's start with sad news first. Oh. Ed and Brian's favorite DJ, who they've seen in concert probably 20-something times. Testio? Um, 
Like they would go to Vegas. Rick D's. And take their, <laughs> take their shirts off, get all sweaty. Oh, yeah. yeah. All mollied up. Has, <laughs> has, has passed away. Steve. Very sadly. Steve at the Aoki. Very he's my favorite. Young age of 28. Avicii. Yeah. Avicii. Also known as um, like Tim Bergman or something. Yeah. Tim I think Bergling. he's I think he's only known Tim's as Avicii. Such a good reporter. What was the deal Tim with Bergling, him? He died. Sad. Um, it seems like he might have OD'd in Oman yeah. after a show. He had been battling, um, I believe, alcoholism. Yeah, apparently he had his gallbladder. What did, what did you say? He was 20-something? Eight. He was 28. Yeah, he I mean, had like, I've known some fucking power years. drinkers. By yeah. 28, you, you usually aren't shutting down. Yeah, but yours, your body might not be um, – you know, everyone's like got a different – genetic makeup and some people it's just too much for oh, um very, very sad very, very sad, sad about old i mean now there's a guy i had never heard of yeah. and then his obituary was in like every news source well you know yeah. he was a pioneer of the contemporary edm movement yeah fuck for yeah sure. he was he, he's i've always won said MTV that tv music awards <laughs> yep. he's won a billboard music his rookie award. card yeah, like two Grammys. He had that song with um that was called Levels, but the V was, was a, a seven. Yeah, that was so very sick. Less, I love it when people do that. Less sevenals. Yeah, I never understood. Hey, that check out my new jam, Less Sevenals. Um, his appendix and gallbladder had been removed yeah. two years ago, so and like, it, he wasn't in great shape. He had, he actually retired from performing a couple of years ago due to the health problems. Are there any photos of him not wearing a backwards hat? Because he wears a yeah, backwards hat in every I mean, picture I saw. Let's not pile on. He's like the Fred like, Durst of. Yeah, that's very sad about Ava- sad. Avicii. So, and when I die, I don't want it to be like, an Oman. You know what? At least yeah. you two have like your memories of like the Avicii shows that you went to. Right, and our beautiful dicks. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, R.I.P. Avicii Tim Bergling, Swedish. Yeah. DJ, mm-hmm. Swedish house DJ. What um, yes. What do you think is too old for a woman to be pregnant? Uh, I would think... 29? I would think 30? like in the mid-40s is probably just about it. Yeah, you're really pushing it in the mid-40s. You're, anybody but you I, know, I, they've, I, got, they've I, had I know some help. people in my life that are early 40s. Yeah, it happens. Had kids. It, it, you know, it's not... That's not too rare anymore. Yeah, it happens. Um, why, Kate? Because um, the actress Rachel Weitz, who was married to James Bond, Still got Daniel, Craig, Daniel Craig, yeah, is pregnant with child. At what age? At forty-eight years 48. of age. Forty-eight. Well, they got they got all the money. Goodness. They're expecting their first child together. They both have kids from their previous right, marriages. So they wanted one together. She's it's, got a kid I with that um, director Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Who, He's got quite a resume. Whose latest movie, Mother? Ooh. Did you see that one, Ed? Ed oh you my see all the you warned you warned me uh, no, off of that. I did stop. not see it. Oh, you were so yeah, lucky. Do not. I mean, stay away. I fell asleep for like half an hour of it, and I woke up and I was so bummed that it was still going. Um, so, this yeah. so, I saw. I saw the head. She, she looks good. She looks amazing. I saw the headline. And it said, um, Rachel Vise has a surprise. And I thought the surprise was going to be that they wanted to, that she wanted to, um, switch sex partners for the night. Mm. But it was, it was just that she was so pregnant. So you say it Vise and I say Vise. Vise. It's Vise. It's Vise. It's German. 
even though she's British. I would have James Bond's baby. Oh, he's such a babe. I would too. He's so beautiful, but I think he's pretty wee. I think he's little. Yeah, but I mean, he is. Don't matter. Yoked. He's, you know, he's in good shape. He's good looking. And he's got a bedroom eyes. Hot fucking wife. Like one of the underrated hottest chicks, Rachel. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, okay, Kate. Well, good for her. I mean, I, I guess like your kids are already like grown up enough. Why would you want another fucking infant? Oh, you know how much work that is? Work. Yes. <laughs> that's a lot of work. Horrible. Uh, okay, Kate. What else is they going on? They want to have a baby together. I get it. Yeah, no, I, yeah. They have money. Yeah, they're they rich as fuck. They have nothing but time and money. They got nannies and shit. You know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know that Lethal Weapon was um a TV show. I watched like Brothers 10 minutes of the pilot. Series. Yes. I, and it felt very Fox action drama. I, yeah. o- I only know that Lethal Weapon is a TV show because a supporter of this podcast is in the film and TV business. And he said it would be very good if Lethal Weapon, I think Lethal Weapon shoots in LA. And he said it would be very good if it ran a lot of seasons. It would be good for him. Who said that? I don't want to say. Oh. But it's someone I know. Um, but yeah, Lethal Weapons a show, and it's apparently a it's, hit. It's, it's hi- on Fox. It's highly rated, so it's renewal. Damon Wayans, right? Yep. Yeah, he plays he was Murtaugh. Attached to it, I think that's one of the reasons it got made. So, um, the, its renewal would be a no-brainer. But apparently, one of the leads. The, um, let's put this asshole on blast. His name's Clayne C L A Y N E Clayne yeah. Crawford. I believe he that's is not a name. I believe he is from your home country of mm. Australia. Because that's not a name here. Yeah, I believe he is. He might be from the wrong side of the river. What do I say? Can you Google that? Yes, I will find out. So um, he has a history of bad behavior on the show. He's been disciplined several times over complaints of emotional abuse and creating a hostile work environment. So I have something in common with him. Um, And apparently the issue has escalated to a point where the other actors, as well as crew, feel uncomfortable being on set with him. So this is threatening the future of the show and um, with recasting a rare and dramatic move when involving the lead of an established series is already being explored. So yeah, they might. We'll see what happens. Well, this guy was on some show called Rectify, which I feel like I've heard of. But um, We started he's watching. Born in, he's born in Clay, Alabama. Yeah, he's American. My yeah, bad. So don't try to like, bad. put I don't, him on me. He's, well, it sounded Australian. And no, also, doesn't. And also, fucking so um, the first guy that played Lethal Weapon um, Mel Gibson. Well, Aussie. he was a good dude. He's Aussie. I mean, he's born in New York, but he's like lived in. He he's as Aussie well, as it we, gets. We Mad Max. Have him back. Yeah, he he's Aussie. Here and you Mad Max is badass. That guy uh, Clayne is married to somebody named Sunshine Kiki Brown. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, he sounds like a real prick. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to be because everybody in Hollywood's like a diva asshole. Like you got to be a real prick. If there's something's making money, it's, it's like if a show goes, they'll do anything to keep it on. And they're like, oh no, we might have to cancel it. This guy's just too big well, of an asshole. They're, no, they're gonna recast he was, him. Yeah. Which is he was thing. born yeah. Joseph Crawford, but changed his name. Oh my god! To honor his hometown, Clay, Alabama. Oh my god, Clayne! He made that name up. He's a self namer. Oh no no no. It was a combination of his hometown, Clay, Alabama, and his grandfather, whose name was Clan in Alabama. Oh, no. You know what that means. 
You know oh, what that means? What could that mean? So you know being a bad means. dude kind of runs in the family. Um, was Rectify, was that that show with um, the very naughty Abigail Spencer? And it was like on the sci-fi channel or something. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was like he got out of jail or something. What's going on there? Scott, we got well, you playing. can't open a, a these days. Web I know. Page yes. Abigail playing. Spencer. Oh, she's. I'm very into Abigail Spencer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, she was the teacher in Mad Men. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was. Yes. Um, what else is going on? Uh, Kate McManus. Is there anything I don't know else? If you guys are familiar with the rapper Meek Mill. Free Meek Mill. Free Meek Mill. Yeah. I know he's been wrongfully jailed. Well, he and he, he's from he, Philly. Yeah, he had some probation violations. And, right. Um, I think the judge felt like he just wasn't trying. He failed a drug test. But I think the two to four years that he was given was it was widely considered excessive. And I would That's have I to heard. agree. That's but what I heard. Looks like his uh, prison stay is soon to end. He's Meek Mill is at the Sixers game right now. Yeah, yeah. he has been free. Oh, he's out. And baller alert: he left jail in a chopper. He had wow. a. He is was, that a thing? That's he so was. Funny. I think this. I heard. I would leave prison like that too if I could. I heard he was going to be picked up by the owner of the Sixers <laughs> and brought to the game. He's very much a folk hero to the people of Philadelphia. Yeah, so free is. Meek Mill now. Yeah, I, I did like read about you know it is bullshit that he was going to go to jail for you know some bullshit stuff, but there is like people were talking like he was Mandela, like uh, yeah. no he wasn't he was yeah. on a gun and drug charge, yeah. but he got yeah, out. He, he, he he wasn't a great dude. Like it's yeah he didn't deserve to be in jail, but like I felt like this was more people were just changing it like sure. Big Bill was some you know awesome dude that got you know tripped up by bullshit reasons like yeah it was was the 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 sentence handed down by the judge though was against the recommendation of the assistant da did his time this meek mill it was unjustly heavy-handed would i know any meek mill songs ed you're the resident um hip-hop expert on the show because you know that one wu-tang song what um (laughs) do, do i know anything by meek mill i don't i i don't dislike him like, yeah. but you know how, you know, everybody is on each other's songs. Like yeah. he was on like, a, or maybe Rick Ross was on one of his songs, but I think his most popular one was like, I think it might've been with like Chris Brown or something like that. Oh so, no, I hate shit. Chris Brown. That's the thing. It was like, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike him, but like it, it's, I, I also have zero of his songs on my phone. I saw a thing. There's like a song now and it's like, I want to be Chris Brown or something. And it's like a video and it is Chris Brown. It's like the whole, I don't know the details. The forgiveness of Chris Brown and Mel Gibson just make yes. no sense. To me. Like Chris Those two Brown guys, is like, such let a go piece away. of shit. Yes. 100%. There's plenty of talent out there. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. Fuck Chris Brown. Get him out of there. Uh, okay, what else, Kate? Anything um, else? Yeah, that's my last story. An okay. actress best known for playing um, young Superman's friend. Love this the, story. In the TV show Smallville, which I believe was a WB show, yep. um, was granted bail Tuesday while fighting charges that she helped recruit female sex slaves yes. into a cult-like group. I need Federal to, judge I need in to Brooklyn start a cult. Agreed to release Allison Mack on $5 million bond and place her under home detention in California where she'll be living with her parents. As she awaits trial, um, Mac is charged with sex trafficking, um, 
saying she worked as a slave. Uh, sorry, f- federal prosecutors said she worked as a slave master. Yeah, she pleaded not guilty. She delivered the pussy. Um, <laughs> to this Nixum guy. Nixivum. Nixivum. Nixivium. Yeah, I don't I'm not know. Not sure how you say it. It's N X I V M. She's it, not to have any current contact with current or former members of the secretive group. Yeah, and she'll be subject to electronic I, monitoring. I like that um, she has to live with her mom and dad. So, like, dad, yeah. like, just sitting at the kitchen table, <laughs> like, hey, you want to go outside? Well, I can't because I'm confined to your house because I was a, a sex slave master, dad. Yeah, she helped recruit slaves for leader, cult leader Keith Rainier and his group. Dude looks like Greg Evigan. I mean, it's so baller. Like, she also a- apparently tried to recruit um, at the actress. Emma Watson. Yeah, aim high. <laughs> she used to tweet right. at her all the time. That's right. Yeah. Shoot for the moon, things. fall among the stars. Yeah. So, it's pretty funny. Well, let's hope when they eventually make the... I actually saw 2020 on oh, this call. Nixivium. And, and, Nixium. Um, she, she was in the 2020, so I know all about and it And she's like, what's the no, game? Cool. What, so what's the yeah. game? Like, honestly, like, I don't understand. Like, they were just getting women to, like... What did they have on them? It was like a yeah. nothing. It was just they were just no. They brain, were all in. They were just all yeah. in brainwashed. But I think what happened was some of them realized when they were um, bra- having their bodies physically branded with hot irons yeah. as part of the sex. Well, that's cult, how, how I like to track my bitches. A out of hand. Yeah, I like to brand my bitches too. But there's always people in cults that are all in. I'm 100 percent starting a cult, and I'm going to need you. I'm going to. Send you out recruiting. Do you want me to be the Sheila yeah, to I, your Rajneesh? Yes. Well, let's hope when they eventually make the documentary about this anyone, cult that it's we talked about Wild Wild Country last yes, time. Yes, that it's ninety-seven hours shorter than Wild Wild Country. I still haven't finished it, and you never the, will. It's so good. One time, well. I had dinner with a cult leader, and it was pretty what? insane. Was it, was it David dead? Koresh? So what my bro- my uh, brother-in-law. Uh, so my brother-in-law. His sister, it was like a bunch of family members at dinner, and she was like in college, and she brought like a 58-year-old like spiritual leader to the table. And he was a fucking cult leader. And he was was definitely, it was really awkward because like he was the age of the parents, and he's just sitting there like there's no big deal. Like this is totally normal that he's with a 19-year-old, and he's, he's part, and she's like part of his group. And it was really awkward, um, but yeah, he was getting sex out of the uh, the cult. It's so all, it's all about the pussy. Yeah, it's all these guys are yeah, all about everything. Unbelievable, about unbelievable. Okay, is that it, Kate? That's it. Yeah. Oh, great job, Thanks. Ed. Great job by you. Great job, all of us. Me, I'm fucking pretty sure I spoke loud enough this episode. Mm. Don't double check that. You've not been speaking loud enough lately. No, I get a lot. Sounded, take sounded a, pretty girthy today. Yeah, you should take a leaf out of my book and speak nice and clearly into the microphone. How fucking dare you? I'm the number one mic speaker on this show. I'm fucking right up on it. Apparently not. Look how close I am to the fucking. You're mic. not louder than Kate. She's turning over tables in the background. And she's <laughs> no. I'm blessed to speak loudly loud. and clearly. Kate. Kate speaks very low and soft. Unless um, you're in a movie theater when she immediately becomes a black person and is like, what is going on right? Why is he doing that? Do you, Don't sh- go what, in there. What do you mean? No one can hear me. Don't know. It's fine. No one can hear me. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, 
No one can hear yes, me. Yes, it's, it's just one of those quirks of your personality. Uh, okay, thank you everybody for listening. Um, this has been episode 217 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast for Ed Daly, for Kate McManus. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for listening. Tell your friends. Tell 50,000 of your closest friends, please. Send an email. Go, hey, listen to this. Spread the word. Take the link and send it to your friends, please. Mm-hmm. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 217 of the We will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.